This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, September 27, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. For Hillary Clinton, freedom may be just another word for nothing left to lose. Cato Executive Vice President David Bowes argues that the junior senator from New York has a consistent record of dismissing the value of liberty, especially when some among us go without material wealth. Well, what Hillary Clinton said in her big health care speech, all the headlines were about health care. But she had a line in there in which she said, we can talk all we want about freedom and opportunity, about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but what does all that mean to a mother or father who can't take a sick child to the doctor? And I just thought that was a striking, shocking thing to say. A lot of politicians violate life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness every day. But I can't think of any besides Hillary and maybe Rick Santorum who explicitly dismiss the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's, it's, it's really a striking thing that somebody who wants to be president of the United States, a country that is founded on the promise of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, would just so cavalierly dismiss it. Isn't she actually asking for a trade-off between life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and these uh, sort of very basic needs that some people have? Well, that would be a bad enough interpretation because we know, as Ben Franklin said, when you trade essential liberty for a little temporary security, you'll end up with neither. But I don't think she is offering a trade-off. I don't think she said, we might have to take a little of your freedom in order to have health care for everyone. I think I get the sense of her waving her hand and dismissing the concepts of freedom and opportunity and life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as just irrelevant, rhetorical flourishes. And that is an old socialist concept. And I'm not saying she's a socialist. I am saying maybe she's absorbed ideas that have been in the uh, political dialogue for her entire lifetime, which is these bourgeois freedoms that you talk about are meaningless if you don't have bread, if you don't have health care. I think she's dismissing them as simply irrelevant to the real business of government. Now, you said other politicians are more than happy to abridge freedom uh, in pursuit of some other goal, but that she's more honest about it. At the end of the day, what's the difference? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. But I'll tell you what I think the difference is. Um, Maybe it is that hypocrisy is the tribute vice pays to virtue. At least it's better to say you believe in freedom. It might keep you rooted there a little bit. Hillary in her Senate camp- in her Senate life and in her presidential campaign has generally been trying to carve out a record as a moderate, modest reformer. And even her health care plan is being billed as not as radical as it used to be, modest changes to guarantee health care for all. But the fact is, it seems to me that at her core, Hillary Clinton is rejecting the fundamental values of liberalism. And I think in a way that I wouldn't have said that about Bill Clinton. I don't think Bill Clinton would say... What good is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? For one thing, he's a better rhetorician. He would know not to say that. And you know something that I think is interesting? This was not off the cuff. I went and checked today. This is in the speech text on her campaign website. So apparently she's not embarrassed about this statement. It wasn't a, she didn't trip over her words. This was written down for her or by her. And she said these words and she posted them on her website. Um, So I do think 
It's indicative, along with a lot of other things she said over the past 15 years, that she just honestly doesn't give a fig about freedom. It doesn't enter into her consciousness. With President Bush, he talks about freedom all the time. Now, you've done plenty of podcasts where we discuss President Bush's actual impact on freedom, but at least he talks about it. Ronald Reagan certainly talked about it. Um, I'll bet even Barack Obama uses the word freedom occasionally, even though his policies are very similar to Hillary's. When you end up at the barricades, it's better to have a politician who at least thinks he believes in freedom. Now, you mentioned bourgeois values, and in a blog post, you recently compared Hillary Clinton to Vladimir Lenin. Is that at all appropriate? (laughs) It's probably unfair to compare anybody to Lenin. I mean, she's not a Marxist. She's not a Leninist. But I can't help reading this quote from Hillary Clinton and remembering that Lenin used to talk about the irrelevance of bourgeois freedom. Um, He wrote once, for instance, bourgeois democracy is democracy of pompous phrases and the high-sounding slogans of freedom and equality. And I think that is exactly this theme that has run through 20th century politics from the left, which is that these pompous phrases about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, about property rights, about freedom, are a cover for a worldview that involves crushing the poor under the boot of the rich. And and I think that while she wouldn't agree that that's a fair comparison, her statement is all too reminiscent of that just fundamental rejection of bourgeois liberty. David Bowes is executive vice president of the Cato Institute. You can read more analysis of the proposals of various presidential candidates at our website, cato.org.